Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to, for one day and one day only, I'm going to retitle the name of the podcast to Competency Talk Radio. And the reason I'm doing this is I'm going to tell you a story about the lack of competency in today's society and, it, and how frustrating it is for somebody like myself who strives for high quality everything I do. So just to give a little bit of a history, not history, but a background on my, on my side stuff. So I did my taxes yesterday. And that was a bit of, it wasn't that bad, but I made quite a bit of money uh, for, you know, six months that I was working last, last month, last year, rather. I made a lot of money, a lot more than your average worker. But because I made a lot of money, yeah, they, they, they were trying to take a lot out of it. And so I have to set up a, this situation, get all this done. So then separately, then I'm working on the two cars because I'm trying to get out of here. And uh, for those new, welcome, by the way, my name is Leister. And the reason I have two cars is a stupid one. It, it's a long story, a very challenging story. Suffice to say, when you're buying a used car, what I'm learning is that these dealers nowadays do not understand that the battery has to stay charged when the car is sitting on the lot. I'm talking the 12-volt battery, under the hood or in the back. So because of this, they'll sell you a car happily that seems like it's fine. They'll throw a check engine light, right? And the check engine light might just be it lost power, drained. The battery is dead because they let it sit there and they didn't charge it. See, in the old days, your dealer would actually keep the battery charged because they know that the battery tends to die. And it's not that hard. You just charge it up for like once a week or something. It's not that big of a deal. So today, they don't do this. The, the high and mighty, because I think it's worth hearing, especially if you're new, right? I needed to get out of here. Back in 2021, I think it was 2021, I, I had a car and it was financed and it was a, I had traded a different car, which I regret, but I traded a different car, used that car to drive down where I'm at, Nevada, which I regret. And so then pandemic hits, right? We're locked down. You can't go anywhere. They won't let you in places. This was a, people don't understand in Nevada, they literally were closing businesses. They wouldn't let you go. So there was no reason driving anywhere because you can't go in any stores. Everything had to be delivered. They weren't even doing pickup initially. It all had to be delivery. So then I'm like, okay, well, my car's sitting in the garage. And there was one time when, yeah, that bad boy wasn't starting. It's a hybrid. It wasn't going to start. And then that's when I realized, oh, geez, the darn battery had drained out. So I bought this little doodad that keeps the battery charged. And I plug the car up if I'm not going to drive it for a while. But it got me thinking, you know, there's no reason to keep paying this monthly payment. I'm not making any income in 2021, mind you because companies are starting to act stupid. So there's no reason to keep paying this monthly payment on a car that I essentially can't drive. There's no use for it. So I tell the bank, you know, come get your car because I'm not paying for this anymore. Well, don't you want to work out? Do, 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 do? No, <laughs> no, you <laughs> come get your car. I'm not paying for it. So they get the car. So I don't have a car. So then 
time passes, you know, I'm, I'm fine because everything's delivery anyway. It didn't matter. I bought a little scooter just to do like trips up to the 7-Eleven that's right up the way or something. But I'm, I'm fine. So then fast forward a little bit and I get to 2022. I signed my first endeavor in May. First endeavor wants me to relocate. It's no longer required, but they want me to, right? And I want to get out of here anyway. So now I need to get another car. So I, in December, 2022, I settle on a car. This is Carvana, jack-offs. I get to settle on a car. It's not the car I want, but it'll help for the move because it's got a little extra space. Fine. So I settle and it's cash. I'm making a lot of money. So I, I just drop cash. It's like 15 grand. Okay. They're like, yep, we do inspections and all this deep, deep, deep. Fine. So we're signed, sealed, delivered. Delivery supposed to schedule that first week of January. January rolls in. I get a call from the delivery driver literally two hours before the appointment and she's like, yeah, there's a check engine light, so I'm not comfortable delivering the car. What do you want to do? Now, at the time, I'm not thinking about the battery. I'm thinking there might be something wrong with the car, but I'm really pissed off that they claim to do this analysis, does Carvana, and yet they somehow miss this check engine light, but they allegedly do this inspection, which they couldn't have done to have this check engine light. So I'm telling her, you need to call Joe the mechanic, pull him off of grandma's oil change, find out what's wrong with it, see if it's easy fix, and then get my car to me because I paid you 15 grand for this business. She doesn't call back and she doesn't get anybody. So a couple of days ago, I call the BBB. BBB gets the executive office engaged. Separately then, I need to get the heck out of here. So I go to a different place. They have a car. It's 10 grand. It's in and out, easy. I don't have to deal with the local garbage. It's a nice, decent car. It's enough to get the drive. And then I'll sort out the other business with the money back. So this deal, I close the deal. And they told me, you know, it's it's as is. There's no warranty. We can't tell you that nothing's going to be wrong with it. But it seems like it's okay as far as a, a driver A to B. Okay, fine. That's all I need. So I get the car. Seems like it's okay. Throws a check engine light. So I'm thinking it might be a battery. However, I had a technician check it out. First technician did an analysis. Seemed like everything was fine. It had a bit of a rough idle. They checked the throttle body. They checked everything. No problem. Second technician does a little bit more digging. Finds out that the catalytic converter is basically toast. Okay, but it takes a lot to get the thing to throw a check engine light. Now, it turns out that the dealer bought it from, there's no way they, they didn't do any oil changes, they didn't do any filter changes, they didn't do anything to get the car ready. They just took the car and put it up for sale. So our, I'm, they said as is, so it is. So I have them do the tune-up, get it all cleaned up, but now i got to do the cat converter replacement. I think it was like five grand at Mining Key. Place the cat converter, everything's clean, car drives really good. I'm trying to get it registered now. Separately, I got my 15 grand back from the executive on Carvana, and I'm like, screw you, jokers. I'll never use you again. And I'll tell everybody to stay away from you, Jacks. This car now, I want to get it registered in Nevada. So I take, I get this, uh, there's a company down in the bodega to get it registered because the DMV has appointments three months out. I can't wait three months, but the bodega, it's a dealer they can get in. So I'm like, okay, here's the money. It's like $1,200 because you got to pay the tax because I bought it out of state. Sure, whatever, register the dude. They come back and Nevada apparently is trying to force it to be a salvage. I'm like, what are you talking about? Apparently they saw some total loss record. Well, that's not, it's a lie because I have the car. It's not a total loss. I have the car. Well, we see something on the record. They can't register it because they see something on the record. <laughs> so I had done screens. There was nothing. There's no salvage record. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the car. Goes back and forth. I contact the dealer and I'm like, what, you know, what can you do to help? Because you bought it from this place that apparently reported this wrong. And this guy's a, a prick. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to ruin your rep online because the way you're acting. All right. So then I go back and I do my own analysis. 
And we tried this like twice and they, Nevada refuses to register its car or they force you to register it salvage. And if you do that, you're basically screwed. They're basically trying to force the car off the road. This is why all the cars on the road now are ugly and there's no stylish cars left because eventually they're going to get forced off the road by these jack-off states. So I contact the original insurance company who reported this whole business of the total loss. And I tell them they're seeing that there's some total loss. I don't know why you reported total loss because I have the car. What apparently happened is that the car had been stolen from the owner at the time. The insurance company paid in full the person who had the car, but later the police reclaimed the car. And of course, it's now the property of the insurance company. The insurance company put it up for auction, so they got their money back. So it's not a total loss because they recovered the car. Whoever reported total loss was premature. They should have gone and removed that record, and they didn't. When I explained this to them, and I went through BBB on this, by the way, when I explained that to them, they sent me a letter. It basically says, we removed that off the record. It was not a total loss. We got the car back. It was never in any accident. It's not a salvage. There's nothing wrong with it. It's been clean titled in two different states. So it's good. And they specifically said, Nevada should take this and go with it. Try it again. Nevada once again says, nope, we got to do salvage because we don't see it on our electronic thing. We can't take this letter. So now, again, Nevada's trying to force this perfectly fine car off the road, and I can't get it registered and the permits for three months. So it's about to expire. So I got a car I can't really drive. I mean, it's drivable, but I can't legally drive the thing because I can't register the thing. And Nevada's not going to let up. So then I go out to bat again. And through CarMax, I find a car, and it's actually a car I want because the car, this this uh, one, this 2001, doesn't have the features I want. It's okay, but not the one I need it for this drive. So I go to Carvana. They got the car I want. It's uh, 19 grand or whatever. And I do it cash. Now, here's where the lack of competency in the world. Now, of course, Nevada is that, but I'm talking in the sales process. So I told CarMax, okay, I'm paying cash. I'm writing you a check, okay? Do not send me text messages because there's no text messages. You need to call me on stuff. And I need to make sure that when it's done, you I can pick up the title and we're good to go. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so I go down. And they're like, do you want to do a credit card? I said, I told you I'm writing a check, you MFers. I'm writing a check. Sorry, it's a cash transaction. There will be no plastic. Well, it looks like we tried to contact you. Yeah, text message, which I told you not to do multiple times. You need to pick up and call me, not text. There's no text on this phone. We get the deal done. Okay, so car's finished. I got the paperwork in my hand right now of the bill of sale and all this. And they're like, yes, we'll contact you when the title's ready. Okay, so some time passes, I hear nothing. No registration, no nothing. Turns out the CarMax, when they registered it through the DMV, again, it says Nevada. Nevada, the way that they do it, the dealer, because it's cash, did a new title for me through the DMV, which is what they're not supposed to have done, what I prefer they not have done, so that the state has to send it to me. The problem is my mail is forwarded. USPS will not forward state mail. They return it to the state. The state just destroys it. The state doesn't contact you to let you know this has happened. So I have no idea that this has gone on because I don't expect that the state's going to send the title. I expect CarMax to call me like they said they would do. So I BBB it again for CarMax and they call me and say, yeah, we do it to the state. Deep, deep. I said, that's not going to work, dude. Had I known you were going to do that, I would have given you an alternate address for the mailing. You told me that you're going to call me and have me come pick it up. So they went three days and then they called back and said, you know, they can do a duplicate title, but unfortunately you got to wait till May, then wait another 30 days, then do a duplicate title, and then they can expedite it. But that's all we can do 
because unfortunately, when they make an attempt, you got to wait before you do another attempt because it has to fail because the Nevada doesn't have a process to say, okay, we understand what happened here. It got returned. The address was not correct from the dealer. We're going to go ahead and do the duplicate title for the customer and just get it done. They won't do that. They'll just basically screw you and make you wait two months. So that's two months I got to wait for the title. I'm not so much about the title for that car because I don't plan to sell it. The point is where I was trying to get this is done is the registration now because the plates had the same issue. They sent the plates to the wrong address. And so they returned them and they destroyed them. Don't tell you about this. They give you a movement permit for 30 days, even though it takes them two months to do plates. When I find out about this address issue with the title, I tell the DMV and the CarMax, it's like, I'm not going to get this. So how do I just be able to pick up plates? Well, if it's duplicate numbers, we have to remint them, send it to the prison yard and have them remint it again. And it'll be another two months deep, 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 which no, that's not going to fly. And they'll gladly give you a movement permit for 10 days and they charge you a dollar each time of this. So no, I'm not doing this, bro. Then they're like, well, you can come down to one of our kiosks and we'll give you one of these things and a decal and all this. She said, I'll just go ahead and send you one complimentary for now. She sends it to the wrong address again. So she doesn't say, what address do you want it sent to? She just sends it to the wrong address again. So I don't get that one either. If I go to the kiosk, they charge you six bucks to do this business. I can't legally drive the car because it's already expired. That's Nevada. That's the scam of Nevada DMV. So I go to the, this is the whole bodega. There's there multiple different places where they can do DMV services. And I don't go to the bodega because the guy's getting pissed off and I don't blame him. That was for the other car, but I'm not going to give him the business because he started acting like a prick, right? So then I go to this other place that's right down the street and they try to get the stuff all sorted, but they're having issues and they're kind of incompetent. So then I find this other place that's way across town and they're like, yes, we can come pick up the paperwork. We can do the expedite. We can do all the paperwork for you. We'll pick up the plates. We'll deliver them to you the whole nine. You ain't got to worry about nothing. $327. I said, okay. She shows up, one of their reps shows up, she does the notary, she checks the papers. I asked her, how much do I need to give you for this service and the expedite? She's like, 150 bucks. Are you sure? Because she said there's a different fee that needs to be added to the 150 to do the expedite. She said, nope, it's only 150. Are you sure about that? Yep, it's only 150. Okay, so I give her 150 in cash. She takes the stuff, says, should be done by Monday. Monday comes and goes, I hear nothing, not a thing. I email her, she doesn't respond. Okay, so then I contact the other contact up at that place, and she's like, oh, well, I only got $150. I, so it was process standard. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? She told me it's only $150. Oh, no, it's this fee and this fee and this fee for $325. I said, I know that. She said it's only $150. That's why I only gave her $150. I asked her three times. She said it was only $150. Why are you allowing your rep to give false information? Sorry about that. We can do, 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 do. So then now I had to wait another day, which was today, basically, they e she emailed me and she's like, okay, I got your movement permit and it's a, I think it's a month and a half or whatever movement permit. So that at least lets me drive the damn thing. And then they're going to do duplicate plates, keyword duplicate, duplicate plates, and they'll be all the way to you. All good. When, where do you want me to, because she was going to refund me half the 150 because of the issues. And I'm like, no, what are you talking about duplicate plates? I asked for lost plates, which is a replacement plate, which is a new number because the first plates were lost. You can't do duplicate plates because they want you to return the first ones. You have to do a lost because they mailed it to the wrong address. I told you this on the email. I told her that when she showed up. 
oh, you know what? You're right. That's right. And then we do the lost affidavit, which you did include. That's right. Do, 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 do. Okay, I got to go back down there. So then now they have to go back down there again. And again, this is all because they don't listen. Like I told them over email, an extended email thread of what I wanted, which is expedite service. And it is a lost plate service, as in you need a new plate number. They should hand you the plates and you bring them to me, not the duplicate service, because the duplicate service, when you do that, they send it through the mail and it takes two months. Everything with the DMV, DMV takes two months. That's why I don't want to do it because I've already been waiting uh, almost two months now for the, for the original car when I bought it. I don't want to wait another two months. I shouldn't have to for freaking plates. If I can get plates, I'm less worried about the title, but I need the damn plates. So then, and it's all because the DMV is doing this business. So she claims that tomorrow they're going to be able to go down there and get this all sorted. My guess is DMV is going to say, well, we already processed the duplicate, so we can't do the lost ones. Doop, 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 because they screwed this up. Because this one company screwed it up 10 times to Sunday, even though it's all in writing. And so the moral of my story of all this is not even about the cars. It's not even about the DMV. It's not about the plates. It's not about the titles. There's a pattern of a lack of quality and attention to detail that permeates society that I don't understand where they're not reading what I say in the email. I told the story on one previous episode about these ish, these jokers who stole my table out here, the landscapers, and I'm telling them, hey, my property company, you can't steal my property like that. You're the one that hired these idiots, and you're on the hook. You better get me my money back. They send it to the property, the landscapers. The landscapers contact me, and they're first they're like over phone, and I'm like, no, email, let's get it in writing of what you did wrong, which is you stole my freaking table. I don't know why you did that. It had nothing to do with landscaping. Okay, so they're like, okay, how I can get you a check for this. Okay, fine. Mail it to me. What's your address? Now, mind you, they talked to the property manager. We know what address it is because they shipped you over to the address. You were dispatched there. You should have the address from the history of the order. So I don't like this when you're asking me for information I know you already have. However, I had to send them the, the receipt for the purchase of the table so they had proof that it's of its price. And it's only $110. It's not, that's not the point. It's the principle that they stole the damn thing. So I sent them a copy of the receipt. Receipt has my full address on it, has my name on it. She's still asking me for my address. I'm telling her, you were dispatched to the property, number one. Go look at your work order. I gave you a receipt that's got the address on the damn thing. What the, what's the heck wrong with you? And she's not getting it, right? So then they finally send the mail. The mail gets sent, but something with the postal service gets screwed to where it's delayed. I don't know this, but... I'm not getting it. Don't know why. So they issue a second check. I got the second check. I have it here. Have not cashed it yet because it was sitting in my mailhouse due to the waiting on the state because I was waiting to get more. I do bulk sense. So I'm waiting for the state stuff and then I do one shipment because I had like eight pieces of mail. I didn't want to do it and then have the state show up with my plates and then I have to do another shipment and pay $200. Okay, so I get the second check and the first one showed up a month later all beat up and trashed. So the post office had screwed something up in the sorter. But anyway, the point is, I, you know, you're, you have the work order. It has the address on it. I gave you the receipt. It's got the address on it. And you're asking me for my address. That really pissed me off. Pissed me off. And then I'm dealing with this business of the registration where I specifically told them in writing. This is all in writing. That's why I love email. Because I can use it, point at it and say, you're a freaking idiot. In this registration business, I specifically said multiple times, it needs to be expedite service. I need to do lost plate, new number issue, plates, pick up the plates from there, bring them to me. I'll pay whatever. Your rep shows up and does it wrong. 
you say that, okay, we didn't know that it got done wrong, even though I had it all in writing of what I told you I wanted to do, and you didn't give that to her so she could do it right. There's like this pattern of a lack of quality, and I can't say, it seems like it's correlated to age, I'm just saying, but I can't say why it got so bad. It just seems like it's a domino effect of failures all over the place from a quality perspective. There's no attention to detail in these services. So I'm affected because I, then I catch shingles. And so that's holding me back. So I can legally drive the freaking car, but now I got shingles I had to recover from all because of this first Carvana screw up that started this whole business. If the Carvana screw up hadn't been a screw up, I would have already been out the heck here. And then I have to pay rent in two places because of these screw ups that keep happening. Now, where am I at? I'm trying to get the heck out of Nevada as I have been for months in to do so, I need to be able to legally drive the car that I plan to keep. We're there. I need to make sure plates are going to show up at my address, my mailing address. That's not done. I need to make sure the fucking title, sorry, is going to show up at the new address. That's not done. I need to make sure everything is done and being worked correctly. That's not assured. I'm not even going to bore you with what happened with the U-Haul boxes. That was a whole other fiasco I had to get fixed. Summary is that the quality and the desire to do things correctly the first time without me chasing it seems to be declining over time, and I cannot explain this. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense because we're talking simple things that should be somebody's job, all of which, when I get chewed out from a friend of mine about the fact that my tips are correlated to the quality of service, this is why. Because as we've openly just tipped just for the heck of it, it's caused a decline in the quality of service. And I don't play that. And now I'm subject to this whim of a lack of quality. So that's what's frustrating me. It's not anything other than like, geez, why do I have to chase all you people? Why do I have to chase all you companies? Why do I have to keep haranguing you? I got other things to do, better things to do than keep haranguing and following you around. I don't have time for it. And I don't know why. I don't know why it got this bad. Where I'm at now, taxes are filed. So that's something. I'll have to owe somebody. I don't mind that because I knew I did. It's more than I expected. That's fine. But I'm still going to have to chase these idiots to get stuff done right so I can get out of here so I can stop paying dual rent and hopefully get to a point where I can get back on video for uh, Crypto Talk. But who knows? In the meantime, at least my shingles aren't as dastardly hurting as they used to be, although my arm still looks a little bit like Chernobyl. But I don't know, people. I don't know what changed because it wasn't always like this. The, the lack of quality attention, I can only blame mobile phones, man. I, I can't think of anything else because that's the only thing that's really significantly changed is the increase in technology, primarily mobile phones where they just, there's a lack of attention to detail, lack of attention to quality. You're having to tell people what to do. You have to tell them how to do their job. I don't want to tell somebody how to do their job. I want the job just done. As such, there will come a time, I don't know when, but there will come a time when I'm going to need to hire executive personal assistant to do this crap so I don't have to and I can focus on actually making money not burning it that's all we've got here today on casual talk radio gentlemen's world hopefully it's been informational educational and helpful for you we upload every Monday and Wednesday so we'll be back for our next episode whether you're a subscriber or not we appreciate you for dialing in today we know you've got choices we will be turning back on our guest cadence we are doing the screening process that's coming very soon Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get 
alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.